to be boring Love it here. Um, y'all, we're back. Um, Tally's moved back. We've been traveling, doing shit, busy. Life is, you know. Life been. Life, what's the life? Every anyway, day is a winding road. What's the, the line from Fuck Nigga Free, Pussy Still Good, whatever the, the line was. Anyway, life's great. Pussy still good. Still eating cake. Wishing that a bitch would. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> So but we're back. back in the house of jokes on you one more time. You no, know, in the house of the jokes. Um, in the house of the jokes. Happy to be here. We have not forgotten about y'all. We have just been some busy bitches. I know it's been a lot going on. Um, just got back from LA. I did Keep Your Distance Comedy. Please, it airs. Y'all gonna see this on Thursday. It airs tomorrow. Make sure you get y'all tickets so y'all can watch it virtually. Go see it. Go. Clap. I showed my black ass on that stage, hoes. I'm so excited. I perfectly crafted my set. I've been telling these same jokes for like four years. And now I got to come up with some new ones. But I'm glad I I laid it all on the floor. I was so nervous. The devil, that's my joke of the week. The devil really tried to attack me on Monday. I believe it. It was very bad. Like literally everything that could go wrong. And at first it was my fault. But then everything else was just the universe fucking with me. Because like my flight was at 12. And I was like, I got time. I got pre-check and clear. So... I was like, I'm gonna give me some Chick Fil A breakfast. Wrong, wrong thing, mistake. This was pre-airport. You was in the airport looking for a Chick Fil A. Pre-airport because I knew if I waited till I got to the airport, breakfast would be over. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make breakfast. I ordered it online, came to pick it up. I was like, I'm gonna just go inside instead of waiting in the drive-through because mm-hmm. it'd be quicker. It was not quicker. It still took like ten minutes. I was like, what the fuck? So I get there, eat my food on the way. I'm like, that's fine. I'm a park. I drove. So I'm like, because it's only a two-day trip. I'm a mm-hmm. park at the airport. And leave my car. And leave my car. Mm-hmm. Garage is closed. What do you mean the garage is closed? The garage, they're doing construction, the garage is closed. So I had to park outside. I don't understand. There's an outside parking lot and then there's a garage. The garage was closed. Okay. Had to park on the outside parking lot. You can't really see it when you're driving up because it's like so big, but Mm -hmm. that whole left side when you pull up on Delta. I parked and left my car at Hartsfield. Not once. I don't think so. It's, yeah, it's convenient, honestly, because you think about, like, oh, Uber, whatever, whatever, because it's going to cost you 20 something dollars each way anyway. So you might as well park. So you might as well just park. So, at the time, that was a cost-efficient thing to do because I'm like, they bought my flight, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. So, I park, have to walk from outside, that's an extra trip. I get there too late to check my bag, the man has to override it, and I'm like begging him to override it because I'm like starting to freak out. He's like, it's fine, I can override it. I'm like, great. Cool, I run to TSA. I have pre-check and clear. I fly all the time. He's like, there's no pre-check on your ticket. I said, what the fuck do you mean there's no pre-check on here? I look, there's no pre-check. So they got to put the pre-check on the ticket. Like, you don't just always have it. It has to be on your It has to be in the reservation. Sometimes you can do it in the app, but it wasn't working. So apparently, pre-check can be like, nah, not this flight. Oh, my goodness. Right. That's terrifying. Terrifying. I have never, I only came late because I thought I had time. Mm -hmm. So he's like, well, go to the man at the desk because he can probably put your TSA pre-check number on your ticket. I'm like, cool. So I go in there. He's typing in nothing. Typing in nothing. This is like a five, seven minute ordeal. I'm like, what the fuck? Because at this point, it's like 11, 20. What time is your flight supposed to take off? 12. Mm. And it's like, what the fuck? So I have to go in the clear line. Just a straight up clear line. But there's a line. Mm-hmm. I have to take my shoes off. I have to do all this stuff like that I don't have to do at regular pre-check. <laughs> so now I'm like a peasant with my shoes off, barefoot on the floor. That's the worst. Disgusted. Mm. So now you I'm... No, because I didn't expect to take my shoes off. Mm-hmm. I had socks in my bag for the, on the plane, mm-hmm. but I don't take my shoes off. So I was like, you know, mm. sick. So in my head, I had to get to the B gates. I'm like, the train going to come in a minute and 45 seconds. I'm faster than the train. I don't know why. You know, you You're just... You're not faster than the train. I was not. Okay. I could I just, know. I could have just waited. Why you think that? Because like, you know how you see the times like, oh my God, I don't have a minute to spare. I'm going to just run. That was my brain. Mm. So I'm running through, you know, the walkway instead of the with train. The, with the little um, the, the, conveyor belt. The mover walk, the, the moving walk shit. The yes. walkies, yes. I'm, excuse me, 
excuse me. And I saw somebody working. I was like, hey, can you call my gate and tell them to wait on me? He looked at me like I was crazy. So I'm like, I have asthma. I had to like stop running to breathe. So that triggered my sinuses, mm. my asthma. I get to the gate. I see people standing outside. I'm like, great. They haven't gotten on the plane yet. Mm-hmm. So I go scan and it goes, eh, eh. I'm like. Trying to get on the flight. She's like, baby, it's 11.52. We closed the gate. 11.45. I was just like, oh, God, please have to get in this flight. She's like, uh-huh. Nah. I'm like, <laughs> in tears, white woman to get up. She did not give a single fuck. Them airport people don't be caring worth a damn. She did not give a fuck. Mm. And I was like, wow. Mm. It was very hurtful to me and my homegirls. So, She's a black lady? Black lady. Didn't give a fuck. And I'm like, you don't see me over here crying? Some of the airport bitches, like, not trying to be funny. Not the flight attendants. I love me a good flight attendant. But some of the in-house... Airport people be haters. They do. Look at this bitch. Traffic. With this with, with this wig Traffic. going to LA. Bitch, you ain't getting on the flight. Mm-hmm. Fuck who mm-hmm. I don't know who Carol Ann was. Well, fuck you, because you so could have been nice. Name, I don't know. She's her got name. bigger fish to fry than you. That's a she's I know her name. Fry. I just made up her name because oh, I'm okay. mad. There was so mean. There was another older black lady who's like, I'll find you a new flight, but you have to calm down. I'm like, okay. <laughs> To people telling me I have to calm down makes me want to prove them wrong. Like, I, <laughs> I don't have to do I, I don't anything. have to do a goddamn thing. I'm but I was like, I need to get to L.A. Let me not get on no fly list today. So she put me on the standby for the 2 o'clock. So I get mm-hmm. to the, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going now. So I can just stay over there. I know I got an hour and a half to weep or I'm going to just be over there so I can't miss it. Mm-hmm. Get to the desk. At this point, my allergies, my, my sinuses are starting to act up. There's snot dripping down my That's face. Disgusting. I have my mask on. But it's like I could not even... Kept keep up with it enough. Mm, gross. It was really gross. It was like I was in hell. Mm-hmm. So I go to the desk. Like, I hey, it's stank in that mask. No, it was. It wasn't even. It was, I know it smelled crazy. No, it was like the. It's like the watery snot. It's like it's not like a mucusy green snot. Oh, it's just okay. like that snot that like if you looking down, it'll just drip out your nose. Gross. That's how gross yeah, it was. No, I got it. But it's triggering, and I'm just trying to get to where I'm trying to be. I'm like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and clean myself up. But this is, I'm just trying to get my shit together. So I go to the desk, like, hey, I'm on standby. He's like, okay, I've never flown standby. I've never missed a flight before. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, it's a full flight, and it's 38 people on the standby list. I was just like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, you'll be fine. I was like, no, I'm not. So I go cry a little bit more, go to the bathroom, clean myself up. My mom calls me to calm me down because I'm panicking in the group chat. Like, I missed my flight. I'm going to die. Help. Oh, my God. She's like, look, just look on Delta and buy the flight. Yeah. So I ended up just buying the flight, the one way to LA. It was six hundred and fifty American dollars for a one way flight. I would have threw up. By the grace of God, because of the season that I'm in, Amen. I had it to just. <laughs> but if it was eight months ago, Jesus, <laughs> we would have been living in there. I would have been. I would have <laughs> been doing that via Zoom, baby. Okay. Woo-wee. I would not have had it eight months ago. I, I thank God for timeliness mm. all the time because. I have been having shit happen with my car. I have been having shit happen with my parents. That I've really been having to come up off some big bitch bread. Like some <laughs> real money. And if you had brought this up in the winter months. If you had brought this up when it was cold. A bitch wouldn't have had it. Not even a little bit. I would have had. You remember Patrick when he was like. I have three dollars. <laughs> that would have been me. And this would have happened a year ago. Or two years ago. Or three years ago. Let me tell you something, Kevin, on stage. I will see you on the Next flip time. side. <laughs> I will catch you on the flip side because I will not be in Los Angeles today. But God, just moved it over because I had my little spending money. I'm like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Here. I'll make it back. I bought the flight. And I, funny enough, the person who was at the gate next, who was actually nice to me, the first person to be nice to me all day, was a Sigma. And I was like, God, you're hilarious. You know, the Sigmas, they try to have redeeming moments, but I don't accept them. I'm just going <laughs> to you my, my um, insults and my banter because no. Um, yeah, I, I struck up a conversation with him and I was like, you know, it's so funny because I usually hate Sigmas and you're the only nice person to me today. He was like, child, me too. And it was so funny. So we bonded over hating Sigmas. And I got on my flight and then it gets worse. My flight was delayed an additional three hours on the runway. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Because so we you were just sitting on the plane. Forever. Just sitting on the plane. On for my, three full hours. For three hours. I watched an entire movie, the new Sandra Bullock movie, the whole thing. The Gaslit movie? No, that's not Sandra Bullock. Mm-mm. That's the toothy one from Pretty Woman. What's that's Julia Roberts. Te- Julia Roberts, yes. <laughs> this is the one with, with Channing Tatum when they're like in the jungle. It was cute. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll... I'll sure. figure it out. But yeah, so we watched I watched that whole movie because we were on it was started raining. They needed to reroute. But we were waiting so long for them to reroute. Then we didn't have we had below the legal amount of gas to have to get in the air. So we had to go get gas. And then we had to wait. You for had them. to go get gas? We had to go get gas. It was like a gas gate. 
and then we had to wait for it to stop raining so the crew could be outside to give us the gas. So that was a total of three hours I'm sitting there on my cycle, dying. Mm. And then because I'm blowing my nose, it's making my cycle even stronger. Mm-hmm. It was a bloodbath, literally. Disgusting. So, but I then, could have gone without that. You're welcome. Uh-huh. So then we eventually got there, and then everything else was great after that. The show killed it. I was like, you know, I ain't come all, here, all the way out here to not kill this to show. To not kill it, yeah. I showed my entire black blubbery cellulite ass. But honestly, God be hazing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a humble. But no, I'm saying, God humbles me in different ways. God does not humble me. Like, my humble is not, oh, no, I'm not great. No, I'm not the baddest bitch in the world. No, I'm not. No, I am the baddest bitch. But God humbles me in ways like, okay, my trip here was hell, so now let me show out. That's how He humbles me. Not in a way that makes me dim my light, which is what I can appreciate about my humility. God humbles me with near death and near like loss of freedom experiences and I think that's really like funny. My joke of the week that I've been holding on to is also an airport experience. We just have not been doing the podcast but I was coming home to work. We had Mm -hmm. a training and they were like you know it's because I was going to be in the city for my dad's birthday so they're like well since you're going to be in town you know we'd really like you to run the training while you're here. We'll put you up in a hotel blah 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 blah. You know we're here so I said you know okay cool bet like that works for me. So I'm packing my bag at home. I am a um, I am a, a neurodivergent person. I don't yes. have like great focus issues. So when they were like, you know, coming because I was just coming to town for my dad's birthday. Like I right. wasn't coming to do any work, but they were like, we have a we're onboarding some regionals. Like if you would take over, like that'd be great. So they said they would put me up in a hotel. I'm like, cool, you know, bet. So like I said, I'm a neurodivergent person. I have focus issues. When I'm packing to go out of town, I literally have to have silence and I have a checklist and I have to go through it and make sure I have everything because I will absolutely forget something. Mm -hmm. And so on my checklist, it said, take your knife out of your purse because I collect knives. If y'all don't know that about me by now, I collect switchblades, I connect, collect pocket knives and, and spring action knives, all of these things. So I, um, was packing at my mom's house and she started talking to me while I was packing and I got distracted and everything else was pretty much done. But like the second to last thing on my list was take your knife out of your bag. But when she started talking to me, I got distracted and I didn't. So I go to the airport later that evening. I'm going, I'm there early enough. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I don't fuck around about the airport cause I don't like to be late and I don't like to miss flights. Mm-hmm. So I'm there early enough. I got my little cute airport fit on just in case my husband or wife is in there. You know how I go. So mm-hmm. I'm like, this is perfect. This is the, I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to sit, I'm going to have a drink. It's going to be great. Right. I get in the line, I see a bag go through the x-ray, and I see like three or four TSA people around the screen talking about it, and it's me and like two Gigi style black ladies, right? <laughs> and one one older lady's in front of me, one older lady's behind me, and I said, damn, they finna hem somebody up. And then the other uh, Gigi's were like, don't you know it, they finna get somebody today. And I'm like, damn. So I squint at the screen, it's my bag, and the knife is in there cartoon style. Like, it is obviously a weapon. And they have zoomed in on it to see the blade. And so I'm standing in the line, and I go, hey, it's a knife in the TSA line. And the guy was like, Calm down. relax. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, listen, in that bag, the thing that y'all are zooming in on is a spring action dagger. It is mine. I forgot to take it out. I'm a lady. I'm single. I travel with weapons. I usually check them. I forgot this time. I'm not trying to like start some shit in the airport. And he's like, wait right there, ma'am. And so I'm like, you going to jail? <laughs> You're going to jail now. You're going to jail. <laughs> You're going to jail. You're, You're going, going to jail. jail. So he's like, wait right there, ma'am. And I was like, I immediately started stopping. I'm like, oh my God. So one of the GGs that was standing next to me got the fuck on. She was like, this has nothing to do with me. But the other GG who had apparently gotten to the airport five hours early was like, I'm not going to leave you by yourself during this endeavor. Because she had time. in the same bucket with my bag, my shoes, my phone, my laptop. So I have nothing to even let nobody know that I might be going to airport jail. I didn't even have my... Apple Watch on. Mm-hmm. So the Gigi sent me. She said, I'm going to stay with you. She said, what's your first and last name and your phone, your people phone number? I'm going to stay right here with you. I said, okay, I'm the daddy phone. Cause my daddy phone number, the only one I know, and he useless. I need to learn somebody else's <laughs> phone number because he not helpful. So I'm like, hey, Girl, mine too. His number four, four. Shut up. <laughs> you piss me off with these dead daddy jokes. I don't know how to take them. You making me mad. <laughs> You're pissing me off. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> You're making me upset. It's funny though. You've pissed me off. 
Continuing. So you you really made me mad. Anyway, so I give her my my daddy number and my full name or whatever. So he's like, wait right there. So he goes over to like the TSA lady that sits up in the TSA tower, right? And so she's like, <laughs> not the queen of TSA. The queen of TSA. So she points at me and she's like, her, and he's like, her, and she's like, bet in a way that you like, you can tell she's not on my side about it, right? So I said, as she's walking with my Ben towards the Detroit Police Department people, like the DPD, she's walking over there to get them involved. I said, hey, I said, can I at least have my shoes and my phone? I get what y'all are doing and I understand it, but can I at least have my shoes and my phone? At this point, there's no more sitting at the bar for me. There's no more <laughs> relaxing for my flight. Like we're down to the wire at this point with this endeavor. So she said, when I asked for my shoes and my phone, she said, you better be glad you're not in handcuffs. She said, no. And so I said, okay. <laughs> I said, all right. I said, this is serious. This is not a game. They mean it. So the DPD lady is a little lady in a hijab. And she's like, she had this. She, she, her had this in her bag. And I said, hey, I'm screaming from the other side. I said, it was a mistake. Don't, I don't know what they're telling you, but it was a mistake. You remember when T.I. Uh, stepdaughter Zonique got caught with that gun in T.S.A.? In the you was going to be just like Zonique. Yep. I said it was a mistake. She was like, I got it. She was so soft-spoken. She was like, I understand. It was a mistake. She was like, just, just right there. Just like, wait. And so she goes and gets two other DPD officers. We're up to four TSA <laughs> representatives and, and three DPD. People getting through with 15-ounce bottles people, And now. people that were behind me are just funneling right on through. <laughs> They're not even looking at their shit. I didn't even see nobody at the x-ray. So I'm, I'm hemmed up, right? And the GG... She's like that rap battle gif now where she's like, I don't know. Like, you can tell she's also about to miss her flight. So she's like, I'm here trying to protect you. She's talking about something. I'm going to let your people know what's going on. I got to go get on my flight, baby. I was like, ah! I was like, so at this point, they're all standing looking at the knife. And then when the nigga opened my bag, I forgot that part. When he opened the bag before he was like, wait right there. He was like, "If there, is there anything in this bag that can cut me? I was like... Yeah, I told you it's a, it's a <laughs> knife. It's a knife in here. He was like, it's an automatic knife, which I had never heard the term before. So I think he thought I was being funny. I was like, what's an automatic knife? I was like, I don't think I got one of those. And he's like, you Oh, so right you're a comedian. There. You funny. Stand right there. So anyway, so fast forward back to the DPD. So we got three DPD. We got four TSA agents. I'm just standing right there. I'm looking at the literal analog clock on the wall because I don't have a phone. I'm about to miss my flight. I said, listen. I said, either I'm going to jail or I'm making this flight. But if I miss this flight, I'm going to jail for a different reason. <laughs> and they were all like, oh, you going to jail? They were like, hmm. I said, listen, I said, if I'm going to jail for the knife, I'm fine with that. I fucked up. I'm sobbing. So I was like, I fucked up. If I'm going to airport jail for the knife, that's fine. But let's do that. Because if I miss the flight and don't go to jail for the airport night, I'm finna cut up in here. <laughs> And then the little hijabi lady was like, I feel like she didn't do this on purpose. She was like, if it was going to be violence, she would have been violent. She would have been violent. Like, she didn't do it. I said, y'all keep the knife. I said, keep it. I said, it don't, and which was a lie. It does have sentimental value to me. I was like, I don't even care. Keep it. I don't care. They were like, yeah, well, we were going to keep it. They're like, I don't <laughs> oh, think, this our knife now. They're like, this, I don't know if you thought you was getting this back, <laughs> but, but you're not. <laughs> And I was like, can I go get on my flight? And they were like, yeah, go ahead. I didn't have time to put shoes on. <laughs> I'm running my big catfish feet down the down the Detroit, into, what's it called? International Airport, DTW. Uh, Wayne County, Detroit, Wayne DTW, County. DTW, I'm flip-flapping, bare feet. Well, I had on socks, but they were still making noise. Because I was sweating because I thought I was going to get arrested. Wet socks it on was, the linoleum? My, I was sweating from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. I was like, I cannot believe out of all the dumb shit in my life, I'm going to Detroit Airport Jail. I know <laughs> some no-limit soldiers in that motherfucker. I do not want to go to the I was going straight to lock up. I was sweating. Then I got on my flight. The gate agent had to take a fucking spirit flight. The gate agent was like, and where just where have you been? <laughs> You don't know what you I. You don't did. know what I just came. To. And you know what? Like literally, especially in the the non Delta part of the Detroit airport, it gets real rock bottom SpongeBob in there. It is literally like hell. It's completely different. I don't even like arriving at the Spirit gates, them little D one, D two gates in Hartsfield. 
I feel like I'm at a Greyhound station. Like, no, I be trying to bust it out in there before anybody sees me. I don't even want nobody to know I was down that It's way. literally like they always send you to the very last gate where you can see all the planes. Because they're shamed. And it's they're hot. Shamed. The air never works. It's different. Chairs over there. And it the, is, they be wearing anything down to the spirit flights. Now, I'm sorry. Like, I know that you don't have to be all put together to go to the airport, but let's let's wake it up. Blankets. People. I mean, blankets and Slipper. SpongeBob pajamas. <laughs> Cookie, cookie monster pajamas. I, I'm fine with some fuzzy slides in the bonnet, but a blanket. The bonnet is fine. I'm judging no one for wearing a bonnet in the airport because these people may not even deserve to see your hair. But you got the cookie monster jammies on <laughs> in the line, and then for for the spirit flights to be what they are and where they are, the gate agents they be acting like they are Navy Seals. <laughs> your bag could just be a little bit over the person. Oh, they gonna pull that. They, they gonna, gonna put in that, that little thing. They gonna pull that bag. And it's like, man, listen, ma'am, like, I know how much I pay for this flight, and you know how much I pay for this flight, and I know how much you make, and you know how much you make. Why are we doing this? Why do you care so much? Why do you care about this organization so much? Do you get a commission for making my bag? It is a fucking bag. It is a bag. Go to hell. And I had a really terrible, I forgot about that. Remember when I was leaving Detroit, like, the early this year, and we was on the tarmac for, like, three hours then, but it was a spirit flight, and it was hot. There were no amenities in that bitch. At least I could watch a movie on a Delta flight. It I'm just staring at the back spirit. of that lawn chair in front of me. It was a lady on my spirit flight. She was from Detroit, coming from Detroit to Atlanta. All her friends had canceled on her for her birthday. So she decided she was going to Atlanta alone, which, bless your heart, you should not have been doing that. And so she is a Sagittarius, so she's making a big stink out of buying everybody on the spirit flight with her money her man done gave her for travels. Buying everybody a drink who's a Sagittarius. So me keeping my mouth closed because I don't want to. I'm tired. I don't want to interact with you. <laughs> she like everybody who is Sagittarius getting a drink from me. And there's people on the flight like taking advantage of the fact this lady is fucked up. She's as drunk as she can be trying to buy everybody flights. So I'm quiet. I'm in my corner like this because I don't want to be involved. <laughs> and I got my head down. And she points at me and she's like, "You just look like a Sagittarius." And I'm like, "What the fuck is that supposed to?" And be? she was right. And she was right. And she's like, I know you said your sister. I don't give a damn whether you sleepy or not. This is a party plane. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then she was like walking up and down the aisles, like making people switch seats. Like, oh, you look good. You single? You single? Y'all cute. Switch seats. What she's kind like, of flight is this? This is a spirit flight. She's making white people get up to put like couples together that she thought was going to do well together. They was going to ground the plane on Miss Mamas. They were like, we will land this plane. And she's like, I celebrate my birthday anywhere. I don't care where you land the plane. I said, okay, girl. She's like, you want to drink? I said, I'll have an apple juice. An apple juice? I was like, I, I, I Your man got so much money, he sent you on the spirit flight? First of all, the thing about it is, it's like she said her boyfriend drive a truck. Okay. The CDL niggas, no matter how much money they do or don't make, will give you their last. Now that now I want people be making fun the last of me saying you need to get a CDL if your rap career not working out. All my CDL babies, you might not be my first choice, but I know you work hard. They do the, work the hard. CDL they ain't never men, home though. No. The CDL men will give you whatever's in their bank account. If they have a thousand and one dollars, guess how many dollars you got? <laughs> a thousand. Um, Period. they ain't never home. They be with them lot lizards. You hear about the lot lizards? Then them little prostitutes in the in the uh, truck. And something. And the women just be going up in them. They be going up in there just to come get them. To go get the truck drivers? Yeah, not even full out prostitutes, just huzzies. Huzzies? Mm -hmm. So women who are not sex workers be in the lot trying to get... To, to find a man. To find a man or to like get paid for some sex? To find a man. Mm. I don't know, man. I feel like it's better places to look than the, the lot. They want the, they want the benefit. I mean, I want the benefits too, but not yeah. enough to hang out. Not enough to hang out in no love truck stop. You know what I'm saying? No, I I get it. I don't even know what kind of chips. Oh, these are gonna be good. Yeah, I'm switching mine. I'm gonna get sour cream and onion. Oh, look, that's what you had. Anyway, child, we didn't got too comfortable. I'm hungry. But okay, let's talk about this week's topic. We've been trying to do this topic since like April. Yes, we have. Let me go and pull it up, child. Um, it's just weird because we are the grown-ups. We are the adults now. I yesterday had to do a presentation for some college freshmen. We had fellows on the campaign. And the icebreaker was, what's your favorite cartoons in childhood? Me being the person leading the presentation, I started off, I said, I really liked, as told by Ginger, mm -hmm. Radio Silence. 
And I was like, none of y'all in this room have heard of As Told by Ginger. And the other people on the campaign who are around my age, horrified in the face. They're like... I would have thrown every chair in that bitch. Then I said, what about the wild thornberries? More silent silence. Fell apart in the room. Wild thornberries was so fucking good. And that movie, her relationship with her father, even before my dad passed, that was my song that probably would bring me to the tears. I'm gonna let you shine. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you go. There's never been a father love his daughter more than I. Oh, that's sad. Love you. That's sad. It's a motherfucking song. A banger. Like even as a child, I was like, this is a song. Clearly, I'm gonna talk. did not know nothing. And I was like, damn, like I'm really older than some adults. Like if there are adults. It's an adult I'm, hierarchy. That I'm way older than. That like I know things that you don't know, and I'm uncomfortable with that because I'm irresponsible. I don't feel fully formed yet. And the fact that I'm a real adult to you is crazy as fuck. Like that lady. Like when people be like, oh, you know that lady who makes some Harry Potter videos. Excuse me? Excuse me? That lady? I'm that girl. I am not a lady. That I young am a young baby. spring fried chicken. Somebody was like, I tweeted something about, oh, I tweeted something about AGP and someone was like, oh, you've been an AKA is on brand. I said, well, that's supposed to mean. Like, oh, you know, early 2000s went to HBC. I said, wait a second. Hold on. Wait. Early 2000s? I early was in 2000? middle school. Relax. I was in elementary Okay. 2004, I was in sixth grade, I think. I was starting sixth grade. We're the same grade, baby. I think forget. you forget that. I do. I think you treat me like I was in eighth grade when you graduated high school. We graduated no, the same year. No, I don't year. treat you like that. I don't really. I am an old lady on the inside. I feel naturally older than everyone. I know my actual age. And I know your actual age. I just don't be feeling young. It don't bother me. You're not as old as you think you are. I don't think I'm chronologically old. I think I have an old, like, so spirit. Yeah, I go about things in an old way. Yeah. It's hot than a motherfucker in here. Mm-hmm. Jesus Lamar Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It is hot. Um, I didn't know, oh, my God, what happened to Virgil was a real song. I did not know that until, like, two weeks ago. I heard it on the radio yesterday. I was like, is this a joke? Like, which came first, chicken or the egg? Like, was it a joke on TikTok? <laughs> and then they made a song? Or was it a real song? And then they made it a joke but on why TikTok. But like, why would you make that, Dirk? I don't know, baby. Dirk is the one with the, the blonde kinky twist. With yeah? the eyes. Very sunken place eyes. Mm. I don't understand him. I can't get into him and his girl. I mean... And I like the hood rat shit. I could even I don't even like G Herbo that much, but I can get into him. Like when he was with Ari, that's when I started following him. Mm-hmm. I can't it's not connecting with me and Dirk. I don't think I know a song. I like the song that the little Dirk boy had with Drake. Meg on her little her uh, album. Which one was that? I think one? it's called a movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that song. But I don't know anything else about him. And I don't like I don't know. I just the way that he looks, I'm literally sweating under my titty. This is vile. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like it. He looks scary. <laughs> he do. So you're not ugly. I'm not ugly, but I'd rather you be ugly than not ugly, but also not cute. But it's a dark spirit. But his music is very dark. I tried to go listen to him and King Bond, like, cause that song went viral like that. Bond. Uh, uh, uh. So I was like, oh, let me go listen to it. It was so dark. You know who I don't like? That Nardo guy, the one that's like, uh, who wants to with us? Who wants to with us? He like one, two, three, four, and nah, 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 nah. Uh-uh. Because I, I heard the song and on the radio and I heard the part that I know. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and listen to it later. That song is about legit murder. Oh, no. No, thank you. I can't even, like, really It's get very into, dark. I can't even get into 21 Savage like like I used to. I was listening to, um... I got a feed streets. A physical bleed streets. Be better than the gutter cheek. To stay ahead in this bitch track so like I was listening to that. And then so I was listening to 21, and I usually black out whatever he said because I like the cadence of the it. The body snatchers. Yeah, and I'm like, he was chopper, hit the, he turned it to a booty clapper, which is funny. But then when you listen to what he's saying, like he's saying, I shot someone. Mm-hmm. And I shot him in such a way that this grown man's ass was clapping. Yeah, how does that? None for me. I'm no, I'm no physicist. How exactly does that work? I'm a, I don't know, something. baby, but I don't want to find out. Oh, shit. My spirit can't take all that. That's a lot. Like, why the booty clapping? Like, Till his brain hang, and his mama sang, and the pastor sang. And I'm like, a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no. No, thank you. I'd be in my car listening to Frankie Beverly and Maze and Sade, and I'd be in my car listening to Jasmine Sullivan sometimes. Um, Listen, Summer, Johnny, Johnny Gill. Mm-hmm. 
Jodeci. Jodeci, lots of Jodeci. Yeah. Because it's a dark spirit on this music, and somebody was saying, this is, and then again, this also ties us into us being the aunties now. Even with all the stuff that's going on with rappers now, like the killings and the jails, and people are like, oh, y'all trying to silent black art with, with locking up Young Thug. He's a murderer, baby. And that's the thing about it. Love him down. But, and, you know, do I, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't know these people like that. I know. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, I'm like, how dare you? Jeffrey ain't never did nothing to nobody. I don't know what he did. I heard the music. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily believe that it couldn't possibly be true. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, But they put it in the music. This is basically recorded confessions. Yeah, I mean, look. And it's like, I'm, I'm, and I'm nobody's Republican either, but it's like, we can't just sit up and act like this is taking down a black man. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, you But they, they, they built their whole platforms on this kind of lifestyle. Even, now, like, Gunna didn't do nothing. Now, you, you get Gunna out that cell right now. Right now. Gunna ain't do nothing, but his outfit's on. Them two tight little pants he be having on. Um, I think for me, with the, the rappers and the situations now, it's just like, I know too much about y'all. I think I just didn't intend to know so much about like what you were actually doing to where I wouldn't be able to enjoy the music, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I don't need to know whether or not any of this is actually True. real. True, yeah. But you're really out here murdering people, and that makes me uneasy. Like, I was listening to um, Dolph, mm-hmm. and then he said, something, something, ain't nobody got shot yet. Bro, you have passed. And so, like, now listening to the music, it's dark. it's dark and it's uncomfortable now and it's sad. Or even thinking, like, well, like, he got a line in his song where he was like, Told my son when I'm gone, you gonna be a rich little bastard. And it's like, you recorded this way before. And now he really is a rich little bastard. That has come into, like, it's It's fruition. foreshadowing. Or even, yeah. even 100 shots when Gotti tried to kill him with 100 shots and then, How the fuck you missed 100 shots? That shit was a bop. But it's just like, damn, it only took. If somebody had tried to shoot at me a hundred times, I would have changed my name. I'd have pretended to die here in the United <laughs> But I moved to Costa Rica. I don't. What did they do to make them niggas that, that mad? mad? Like I'm, I, I don't care how gangster I am, how thug I am. You put an attempt on my life where you attempted to shoot at me one digit times. Hundred times. Um, I'm going to Mexico. I'm that would have been. I would have become a gospel rapper. Me and Lecrae are going on tour <laughs> after that. But it is it's very disheartening. Got a mixtape with Kirk Franklin right now. Or even like just in the now D.L. Hughley is an awful person. Yes. But he was he had some even though it's ironic that he said this himself, but he was saying like these rappers' names kind of, you know, being ironic with what ends up happening to them. You have young thug and even trouble with you know what I'm saying? Like it's And that situation is so crazy No, that's yeah, that's a little different. People showing their ass on the internet about that. And it's a man has been murdered by another man and somehow a woman it's still the woman's it's fault still the it's, it's even when a man slapped another man it's still the woman's fault right it's always gonna be our fault because we yeah. can't stop these grown men from doing whatever like it's ridiculous and he broke into the house she you know she left like i said she should mm-hmm. and someone got her even if she got killed it still would have been her fault why you how dare you still live no, in a place niggas on like oh if you know you got abusive boyfriend and somebody I was arguing with on Twitter that like you got an abusive boyfriend like don't have somebody in his house and he ain't even got all his shit out yet and it's like y'all want bitches to stop living behind niggas even how they do Lauren London Lauren can't do shit Lauren Lauren was pregnant nothing. in a movie and niggas was talking shit about her she was pregnant in a movie that she was only al- alive in for about 10 15 minutes because she got and murdered in there they mind. Like, the way they do Lauren is sick, and their only respect for her is because of her proximity to a man. It's not because of Lauren as a person. And it's sick. And it's like, she got kids by somebody else. Like, she was a whole person before this happened. Like, it ain't like she was, like, some paragon of virtue. And she's probably not going to move on anyway. One, we're not going to let, well, not we, but niggas not going to let her. I want her to move on. I but she, she still, and she's on. still healing. You know what I'm saying? She just something. everything is like Puma and healing and Energy and Sun. marathon. That's nasty. Yeah, nasty like spilled Capri Sun. Capri Sun ain't supposed to be with nothing. In that straw in your mouth. I Once know. it gets and out, it, it's now it's on the it's on the floor too. I, I spilled I spilled mine too. Wow, um, get over there. But yeah, like Lauren can't move on. Lauren can't do shit, and it's kind of like, well, damn, we damn if we do with because it's, it's misogyny. It don't it don't matter. The, the goalpost yeah. is always gonna move. I don't know, but these these new rappers. It's a couple of the songs I like. You know, 
I like a couple of them here and there. Them little here. records. You like the little new? records. I like a little, but it's nobody's album that I'm down. I don't with. listen to rap anyway, though. So like, if a new oh that new future drop, even if future wasn't future, I'm still probably not gonna listen to it because I just don't listen to rap like It'll that. be a thing where I'll be out and I'll hear a song and I'm like, okay, let me figure out what the song is and I'll listen to it and it'll go on a playlist. But like, I don't know these people's bodies of work. Like, I don't know yeah. what they have going on. Like, I, I have some trouble songs on my my Apple Music. I don't. But I don't have any trouble. I just know that the little young thug, like, you don't want no trouble, trouble. But that's not even the same. That's not even a trouble mm -hmm. song. But no, the thief in the night. That's him. And yeah. the, um, the song they be playing at all the brunches, they be like, young tenor, I'ma put the whole dick in her. She gonna fuck me with some money, cut that whole shit in her. You ever heard that song? She gonna pop it, she gonna shake it, cut that whole shit yeah. in her. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a trouble song. Trouble was fine, though. He was fine. I used to see him on Edgewood, but I would keep walking because I can't get caught up with that type of nigga. I'd be pregnant and probably in jail. I can't be involved. So when I see niggas like that, like I would Especially when rappers, because rappers don't be fine like that. So when rappers actually fine. When rappers be fine, I'd be really like, damn. Was that a dick in your mouth? I'll do a bit. Oh, okay. A dick in my mouth? I thought, I thought it was like the pop was like the... No, it's just like, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll hide a brick for you, daddy. Can we talk but about? I've done that before, so I've already been there, where I've been on some like drug dealer girlfriend shit. So I, I don't think I ever need to do that again. I have never, you know, I'm Square McGee over here. I don't even like, you know, I never had like a hood dude phase. I think because in high school them niggas terrified me so bad. It wasn't a hood dude phase. It was like I started dating this guy. Or era. He, he kind of sold weed, and I was like, oh, it's cool. It wasn't nothing because I sold weed, so it wasn't like that deep. But then it was like, oh, you sell weed. <laughs> like, you really sell weed. And I was, dick was too good. I was too deep in it. And I was like, well, guess we're here. He was having packages sent. This is a confession. Never mind. But it was. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Have you seen I that video? <laughs> it's like, like, do you think you're a danger to yourself? And other yeah, people? I don't. Because uh... <laughs> I was getting ready to call him. <laughs> No, but I, I won't get into details, but I have been there before, and I don't see myself really, like, going back. That's so funny. Um, yeah. We can get off, off topic. So what's the thing that your parents, your mom, your dad, whoever, your aunties, said you'll see when you get older, and then you actually did see it when you got older? Um, I think... Them with friends, they were always right. Mm -hmm. People being fake ass friends, people not being your friend, people not liking you, whatever. Same. Now it's just like, you're right. I called mm -hmm. you a hating ass mama. Mm -hmm. That girl ain't your friend. She jealous of you. Ain't nobody jealous of me, mom. But that's the thing, your parents kind of like, I think your parents can be haters, especially moms. Moms in black daughter dynamics can be haters. But because they also can be haters, they recognize when people hating on you. So they're like, ain't nobody hating on you but me. Ain't nobody hating on you but me. So like, not to call my mom a hater, because she be listening to stuff behind my back. I explicitly tell her not to listen to this podcast. But my mama don't care how she treat me. Ain't nobody else finna do it. Ain't nobody <laughs> else finna treat me bad. And I never, I don't think I thought enough of myself to ever think nobody could be jealous of me. So when she would say stuff like that, especially like my last friend group, fuck you hoes, my last friend group, she was like, them bitches do not like you. They keep you around because niggas think you're interesting. And she flat out said that. Mm -hmm. She was like, none of them like you, they don't have a personality and they keep you around because niggas think you're funny and smart. And I was like, you are miserable. <laughs> I like, I can't. You will not curse my friend. I was like, I can't have shit. I was like, those are my friends. I love them. She's like, you've loved everybody since you were a baby. That is your deal. You want to bring everybody into your soul and love on them and make them feel how she's like, them hoes are some hoes. And I was like, ah. But turns out, she was right. She was absolutely fucking correct. She was absolutely right. Y'all don't have no personality. Y'all bring me around because people like me. Put um, that thing on silent. I Ms. know it wasn't. On, I'm doing the, I can't do all these weeds for $10. Um, anyway, so, yeah, my mom was right with that, too. And she'll still be like that now. Like, I'll make a new friend, and she'll be like, this need to be an acquaintance. Yeah. But they can, they can smell it out a, a, a mile away. Like, for me... 
my mom, like when you that girl, you raised that girl junior, you already been mm -hmm. been through this rodeo 10, 12 times. Or, you know, when you give your children the world mm -hmm. and, and they go in a world where people's parents did not give them the world, they know people going to hate on you for that. Because like mm -hmm. my mom made sure we had, like even just in college, like my mama has been buying my college stuff for years. People would be mad at anything. Like, bitch, you got a broom? A broom? You know what I'm saying? Like, people would just find anything to hate on. And it'd just be like, Mom, why do people be me? Because you got a broom. They ain't got no broom. They mom ain't getting no broom for their dorm room. You know what I'm saying? Just like small, petty yeah. shit. So I really, it taught me on the opposite end, people would be jealous of anything. I, and people would be mad at you because you got a pinky toenail. I think the thing about it is, too, it's like, people don't want to do work. And it's and this is outside of the topic that we're talking about. But this is something that I've got noticed as I've gotten older. People don't want to do work and they'll see other people achieving the things or naturally having the things that they want. And instead of being like, okay, because like my, my, for example, like, right, I'm not, I, I have big titties, I have big ass, fine. I literally, it bothers me every single day that I'm alive. And you're looking at me thinking like, oh, how dare this bitch? Like, and niggas like you and all of this shit. It's like, I literally hate my breasts and I, it bothers me every day or every other day. Like, and so like you looking at me and it's just like, go get you some titties. Like, instead of, like, being upset with me, I'm going to go fix it. Like, you mad because I'm smart and I got a good vocabulary? Literally, I just read books. I literally just read books. books and I did a word of the day. It's that simple. You mad at me because I got nice teeth? Literally just brushed them. Like, relax. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about my hair. Like, when I have my afro, I, oh, my God, I'm so jealous of your hair. Like, oh, you got all that hair? I hate it, actually. I'm only doing it in the afro because I can't afford to go get it done. So... Do your hair. I don't. I don't. I did the shit myself. I'm doing it myself with the perm rods from middle school because that's all I but had. But the thing about it is, is people don't know how to accept that jealousy is a real and nice thing. We've talked about that before. Yeah. People don't know how to ex express that. Like, okay, jealousy is a natural thing. You it's know, natural. somebody has something that you don't have, especially if it's something that you can't change. <sighs> I am. I am vehemently jealous of tall bitches. I would never let that shit go. Both of my parents are tall. I was supposed to be a fucking Amazon. And here I am, my little pony. I'm Down here with me. I'm three and a half with all this ass for no reason. I was supposed to be a supermodel. I was supposed to be on America's Next Top Model. And look at me, short. I'm jealous of tall bitches. I have to ex respect that that is a real thing. Yeah. They hung a mirror in my office and has a sign over it that says, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest volunteer of them all? Whoever hung it was taller than me. I can't see. <laughs> into this mirror I can see my hairline in this mirror I left a note on it I said I don't know who hung this mirror I feel personally attacked <laughs> and I put a sticky note on it cause this is I can't see I yeah it's crazy I enjoy being short I made it my whole personality I don't like being short because of like the way that I talk to people and my personality I and the people are like now who the fuck people are, are you like, talking who the fuck are you talking I'm like bitch <laughs> 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 but it's funny, yeah. Like jealousy, it's a very natural like thing. Like, damn, this whole work in LA doing nothing for free and getting ten thousand dollars a second. I'm jealous of that. You know what I'm saying? But being a hater, which is what we always say, being a hater is a fucking choice. You woke up and decided to be a hate. And being bitch. a hater is a job. Literally, just put that energy into anything else. Literally, just put that energy put into, into anything looking better. else, and you will be fine. Like, but that's I say all that to say that's not the point that I'm making. It's that like. As you get older, you don't realize that, like, you didn't think enough of yourself to realize that your parents were right about your friends and about jealousy because you're like, what, what they got to hate on me for? Like, mm -hmm. you don't think enough of yourself. And then as you get older, you're like, damn, like, at the time, they did have something to be jealous of me about. I just didn't know it. Yeah, me, I knew it. people would be jealous. But like, no, not such and such. Susie would never. Susie would. Susie absolutely would. Susie would in a heartbeat. My mom, my thing now that, like, older people were like, you'll see when you get older it's truly like, if it ain't one thing, it's a fucking other. And like, mm -hmm. I didn't realize, I thought that grown people were being dramatic, even like when it comes to like money. And like when I was younger, I would be like after school, I would want Zaxby's or I would want something to eat. And my, my stepmom and my mom be like, I don't have it. Like, I can't, no, like I can't do that right now. And you on the outside as a kid, now, bitch, you ain't got five dollars. You're like, I know you got seven dollars for this number two. Like, do not play in my fucking face. But now that I have bills, I got surprise car shit. I got surprise people that need to borrow money. I got all types of shit moving and shaking. Like, I'm looking back. I'm like, damn. Literally, this type of shit was happening to them every day, and I couldn't see it. And, but imagine going through what we go through in adulthood and some fucking kids around. <gasps> oh my god. So that's probably even that. Yeah, I got $7, but I don't have the mental capacity to hear you smacking in the backseat, waiting as long as Zach's be lying. They ain't got shit in there. It's going to be, she going to have an attitude. spaghetti in the house that I made for this reason, and I just was so it's, ungrateful. Yeah. I was, because like, for example, now I know we're in a different financial place because of inflation and stuff, but like, 
for somebody to go out of their way to make a lasagna or to make a spaghetti or make something to make sure that you have something to eat when you got home and you to be giving them shit and making a fucking stink about some Zaxby's. And granted, I want, I understand that children have choices and desires and they may not want that spaghetti. They may not want that lasagna. But like, also, fuck you. Because if I was by myself, <laughs> if I was alone, it just be lasagna. It would just be me and it would just be the lasagna and I don't have to have this conversation with anybody else. Or at the very least, it'd just be me and your daddy. And we worked that out. But you are making a stink, and it is not fun, and I don't like it. And so. you don't wipe your ass good, so I got to come in there and wipe your ass after the design. Or you, I'm going to buy you this Chick-fil-A, you're going to fuck over it. Or I'm going to buy you this Chick-fil-A, and I also... You're going to eat all the skin off of it. Or you're going to eat the Chick-fil-A, then you also going to eat the spaghetti, which puts my meal planning behind, because I thought I got you the Chick-fil-A, and now you don't want the spaghetti. Now I thought we had an extra day on this spaghetti, and we don't, because you don't ate Now that. I got to get you some more Burger King tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's too much. But, like, if it ain't one thing, it's a fucking other. If it ain't rent, it's insurance. If it ain't insurance, it's something wrong with your car. It's your job. It's your 401k. It's your sister cousin, auntie mama need to borrow some money. Or you giving money because you see them struggling and now you feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Now some shit that you're going to spend on yourself. If you do have money, everybody begging. It's like, oh, my God. You can't even tell motherfuckers how much you make. Oh, no. You can't even bring it up. You got a lot. I'm still poor some people. I know you got money, big money. You call me big money, I'm hitting you in the mouth. That's real. <laughs> don't talk, just a quick boop because don't talk to me like that. You being weird. Don't do it. I don't like it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard. Like I was reading other things. People like, oh, we don't have family reunions no more. We the ones supposed to be planning a family reunion. Mom, our moms and shit. Now they meet mom. They meet my age. We gotta plan it. We gotta bring the potato we salad. We supposed to just wheel them out for everybody to come see. Go give a hug. Yep. That's and then wheel them back on in the <laughs> kitchen where it's cool. She can't make all them potato salad no more. My mama, I have never seen my mom make this much potato salad. It was a trough of potato salad for a family reunion in like 2005. She can't do that no more. And I don't gotta, want to. I got to make the potato salad now. Do you make potato salad? I can make double eggs. It's the same shit. I mean, like, composition. I, I get it. I get the point you make. Yeah, it's the same kind of like yeah. process a little yeah. bit. Um, I think I don't mind planning the family reunion. I just don't enjoy my family. Like, it's I if I plan the family reunion, it's a strict list. Like, everybody can't come, and that's not the point of a family reunion. Like, people want everybody to come. This is there's no plus ones. There's gonna be security at the door if Tally it's, is planning the family. It's only reunion, seven kids allowed. Please yeah, pick wisely. You can't come in here because I know you got all them kids, cousin, but y'all can't. And come. you for sure can't come to the family reunion eating up the ribs if you owe me some money. You got a rib mouth. And you owe me some money? You fix your tongue for a rib? Yeah, that's you true. You owe me some bread? No, I don't think ah. so. Put it down. Smack, give me Spit a... it out. I don't care if you chewed it already. Remember, it when teachers would be like... I, when teachers used to put their hand out to get my gum on, I, I never... used to make it extra wet. I used to roll it around in my tongue, make it real spitty, because fuck you. And it's some nasty shit. You care that much to have gum in my mouth? I don't, but what was their thing with gum? Like, as an adult, I haven't gotten to the point of adulthood. Like, I hate hearing it, Sure. But why we couldn't chew gum? It's, it's just gum. It's control. I think a lot of people become teachers in the same way that a lot of people become cops. You want to have somebody to exert power over, mm-hmm. but you're not you're not equipped in any like super like serious yeah. capacity to do it. Not saying that teachers aren't equipped, but like those power hungry teachers. Yeah. You you not you decided you weren't gonna go be a CEO. You decided you weren't gonna go be an entrepreneur. So you want to have somebody to boss, and you bossing kids. I think educators should be paid way more than they're educated. I think that's why some of them are disgruntled because they don't make enough, and they're dealing with teachers, and they deal, they're dealing with other teachers. They're dealing with kids who don't want to learn. They're dealing with parents who don't want to parent. But I do think that some people become teachers to be mean, beat up but on kids. like all the bullies yeah. become cops and nurses and teachers. Mm-hmm. Oh girl, um, we can kind of. Wrap it up? Girl, we ain't got through none of these. Questions. We ain't get through. Oh, shit. I was just trying to beat the clock. I know. What's the thing you an old lady about now? I know the things I'm an old lady about. Mm. I think the things I'm an old lady about now. I've always been an old lady about. I don't like loud noises. Why are you hollering? We are inside. I'm a loud girl, but I don't like loud outside noises. I don't like now being loud just in volume. Sure, but why are you screaming? That doesn't bother me. That bothers me. I'm an old lady about the wrong panties. Like when I see mm. somebody dressed up real nice and they got some big stupid ass panties on, or like not trying to be funny, but when I'm at church and like why you don't have no no garments on, why you have no slip on, or why you don't have oh, yeah, for sure old lady. I know, not even just like you don't have to have a slip, but like why why can I see your panty line is my question. Why can I why can I see that in mm. in the house of God? Now if you just out because like okay right Juanita, now, not trying to be funny, but like 
I don't, you be as sexy as you want to in the church house, but why you got them big panties on with that sexy dress is my question. Now, I'm, if you're going to do wrong, do it right. Yeah, but I'm a big panties kind of bitch, so I, because I be uncomfortable, because my booty just be eating panties. It's uncomfortable for me. I hate thongs. Do you really? They're so not, uncomfortable. Like, the way you. my butt crack is, I don't know if like, I have eczema or something, but, like, that shit is unbearable for me. It's chafy? It's just very chafy oh. for me, and I don't like that. Oh, that, that does sound uncomfortable. I get it. So I need some kind of, like, meat I'm cloth. about panties. I'm sorry. Uh, when people be having, or, like, when the girls be having, a, like, an excellent pair of jeans, and their booty look good, and then you can see they got these big panties on, and now you got four booty cheeks. I, look. Now, that, that's just because the panties too small. That bothers me. understand. Um... I'm also an old lady about these water boys. Get away from my window. Get away from my Get vehicle. Get away from my vehicle. I do vehicle. not like them water boys mm-hmm. get from by my car. And, I, you know, I hate to call little black boys aggressive. That's not a good word. But this enterprise that they have set up in this city is, has an aggressive structure. And they know it it's, I'm being bullied by 12-year-old boys. Like, one time we stopped. This is when Dwayne was but here. one time, one of them had some Skittles. And I said no to the water. And he was like, I'm selling Skittles. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> They're aggressive, though. Like, no, I've never seen Skittles one. I may be more inclined. But now I don't, I don't even want to roll my window down. Because one time we was at the stoplight and Dwayne was driving. He was like, damn, twin, I see you got them Cartier's on. You can buy some water. We don't want no water. Why are you washing our pockets? They could be fake. They not. But they could be. And then also, now I'm like, poor because I don't want to buy your water. water boys, the water don't even be cold no more. Because it be hose water. And that's the thing about it, too. Sometimes they don't be buying real water. And that's why when you buy water from the water boys, you got to listen for the, that the like water was actually like sealed. I would never know because I never buy the water. I just, I, sometimes I'll buy the water. Like if I'm just like, if I got the cash on hand, I'm never like cash apping them because they be scamming your cash app. You synced it. I saw the video, yeah. But. If I got the cash, I'll buy it. But you got to listen for that open because they be filling it up with hose water. They do. I bet you I never roll my window down again. I never have, but I, I definitely won't now. For sure not doing it now. I rolled my window down and, and was vulnerable and you give me hose water? Mm. No. Because I'm coming back to this corner. That just made me so mad. Hose water? Hose water. Am I playing red light, green light in the summer of 2002? Hose water. I don't think I was ever drinking out of hoses. I did when I was never. I've never drank out of a hose. No, when I was in Mississippi, we had to drink out of the hose, but that wasn't my fault. We was just outside. Oh, uh, what else? We supposed to be talking about going out as an elder millennial, but I don't think we really elder millennials. I, think I don't think we that old because it's always we, gonna be an old ass capital somewhere. We middle millennials. Yeah, we're mid. I mean, we're the youngest millennials, honestly. After us is Gen Z. Well, me specifically. You because I'm ninety two. I mean, but like. The Three. youngest millennial is 95, ain't it? 94, 94? That's what I'm saying. I think 94. Like, at all the scales, I'm the... I always just make it. Like, I think it's like starts like 96, 97. Yeah. But we still the later half because yeah. we're not the same as even a 1990 millennial. Yeah. Or even a... a 1987. Yeah, 87, yeah. 80. Because me and my sisters are totally different, just generationally. Your so. sister millennial, too? All my sisters are millennials. Oh, damn. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. It's a generational yeah. thing because my sister, because I think it started in 1980. My sister's 1982. Mm-hmm. My other sister's 1987. Mm-hmm. And I'm 94. So it's all different. All, yeah. So it's like millennial subsections within the millennials. I think going out now is so funny because you could see like girls our age who are actively starting to hate on like 20 and 21 year olds. Yeah. And it's mad weird. It's because like you've convinced yourself that you're old. So now you out. Mad at the hoes. Young bitch for being a young bitch, and that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? However, these young hoes are aggressive. I was at Bar Vegan, right? I'm in the bathroom. I'm kicking my shit. It's a beautiful young lady in the line with me, and you know I'm half gay, so I'm like, I'm gonna chop it up with this young lady while I'm in the line. Turns out her name is Jasmine too. We're bonding over that. Kiki, kiki, kiki. So we're sitting in line, and it's been a long time. Like this conversation is taking longer than it should. So I'm like damn like whoever's in the bathroom is taking a long time and she's like yeah we've been standing here for a minute and somebody was in the men's bathroom they're both single stall bathrooms because you know me i'll hop in a men's bathroom in a second single stall or not welcome i'm in there so somebody was in there so i go and like knock 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 on the door a little bit and whoever's in there doesn't respond so i'm sitting there talking like damn like what the fuck we gotta pee and she and i are talking at a normal voice level we're not yelling it's not aggressive young bitch peek her head out the door and it's like and is and it's been in here a long time. And I was like, enjoy your night. I was like, I don't know what 
this is, but enjoy your evening. I said, I'm, it's not, you've got the right idea and the wrong bitch. I was not even fucking with you for real. Yeah, we in here a long time, and what about it, and what about it? And so now I'm escalating my voice. First of all, this bitch is long and lean. She is strong, got a volleyball <laughs> body. She's obviously way younger than me. Sure. Athletic. And I'm like, and I'm, as I'm arguing with her, and I'm getting more into the fact that we might actually be about to fight, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that bitch is D one. Like, my knees made a noise getting out of the car that I for sure know. Cannot you can't fight these hoes. These bitches was this. eating Tide Pods. They can do anything. They can do anything. So as I'm raising my voice, I'm like, enjoy your night. Like enjoy your evening. I'm looking back, hoping the bitch I was flirting with got my back, and she peeking out from behind me. Like y'all better, y'all better relax. Like, I'm like, yeah, I love that. We stick it together. Oh, I'll stick it together. Then the friend in the bathroom gonna peek out and she's like, the soft spoken friend. She's like, we had to wait just like you had to wait. Like, we're sorry. I said, but I was not even talking to y'all. And the friend is like, and you still talking? You still talking? I was like, look. I was like, you going to the hospital? I was like, because once I get you pinned down, I said, it's a knife in this purse. Once I get you on the ground, you getting cut. And then she went back in the bathroom. And she came out kind of like talking shit and her friend had to like escort her past me. And I'm like, you know what? This bitch probably would have beat me up. This young, strong, virile <laughs> Our friend, come on. She's like, all right, bitch. She's like, I'm going to beat this bitch. I was like, oh, no, nah, I can't be fighting with these young hoes. I cannot. They got stamina. They got stamina. They can go all night long. That's why I tweeted the other day, nothing f puts fear in my body worse than seeing a group of teenage girls. Them hoes scare me. Terrified. I am afraid of them. Hmm. Like, are they going to make fun of me? Are they going to decide to jump me? Are they going to call me ma'am? I get called ma'am at the nail shop so often. It's like, what are they going to do? Whatever it is, my feelings are already pre-heard. And it's the thing you're sensitive about. Because, and it'll be a day where you feel like... You know really what? Young. It's not that bad. Like, you no. got all your good Shein outfit, your nails done, your toes done. You got your ankle bracelet Look on. Look at this old hoe with this necklace. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to wear my 1992 necklace no more. It invites too many questions. I'm not even... This whole born in the 1900s in my face. Like, I don't I would, understand. I would pass out. I would just melt into the fucking ground. But it's the thing, like, everybody's old to you because you were born in 2002. And then, like, you know what? I didn't realize when I was, like... I would say I didn't realize how close around the corner 29 was until I was, like, 23. But when I was 20, 21, 22, I'm like, I'm going to be this age forever. And I'm all, well, I am always going to look like this. But I'm like, I'm always going to look like this. And life is always going to be a party. It is fucking not. Not. And it happens. And I think the pandemic aged me. I'm not going to lie. The I was 25 when the pandemic started. Now I'm about to be 28. That's crazy. So it really robbed three years of, of my youth. Yeah. Like, being in the world or whatever the fuck. And it kind of, like, fucked us all up, we really. We didn't get to wrap it up. Like, I'm going to be 30 in a couple of months. I didn't get to wrap up yeah. my 20s. Yeah. That and sucks. And it fucks me up sometimes. Because, like, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was at work. And they were like, oh, what you about to go on and do? I was like, I'm about to go throw something in the crock pot and watch some Grey's Anatomy. She was like, <laughs> it's Friday. What's going on, twin? Go to, like, <laughs> go, go to the club, baby. Because we didn't even really get to like transition out of because the shit. We, like, we, we got jolted yeah. out of our young bitch phase. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I'm in the house now. I don't even want to go to the club no more. Right. I, like, my first time being out in the streets was like Memorial Day. Like I was like, y'all, somebody found a move. My face already done. So somebody was like, oh, pull up to this pool party. I went to the pool party. I didn't know nobody. Like I usually come in like, oh, what's up, Gerard? Mm, look at my old nigga here. Mm -hmm. Nobody. I was like, I have not been out in the club club. I've been to brunch. Like, I ain't been to no Oak kind of environment. I didn't even know if Oak's still open. Right. It, and it was the Oak niggas. They didn't turn. So they turned opera into a pool club. The beach house. Place. The beach club. I want to go. You want to go one day? I went. That's what the thing I was. with me, I mean, yeah, we can go. Okay. But we ain't going to know. I'm like, did all the fine niggas move to Houston? They're, like, the men ain't fine no more for real. The they men all... are in the city. Uh, let's wake it up, people. Y'all are not attractive anymore. What I think they went to Houston. I know some of them in Dallas too. Mm. But it's a new influx of niggas, tech niggas coming for this Google shit now. And don't nobody want them fucking. Don't losers. nobody want them, but some of them are fine. Some, some of them do be fine, but when you you have that they intersection, be fine and weird. Yeah, like we have fine and smart. Then it's that weird, and then like the asshole that comes through the middle and shoot mm -hmm. up like a volcano. Who has time? Nobody has time. Who has time for that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting older, it's. it's a, it's interesting. We had a couple more things on here, but we can wrap it up because I'm hot. I need to go wipe up under my titties. It's, it's hot. I'm sweating real bad. Okay, friend. Real bad. Um, yeah, let's let's wrap this up, y'all. Yeah. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Please Thank live tweet you. all the other bullshit. We love y'all. 
Um, and uh, live tweet the podcast. We back. We know we don't be treating y'all right, but we do be trying. We we do be trying. We do be trying. We um any upcoming shows? I have shows coming up. I don't know when they are. I'll post them on my social media. I know I got one at the end of the month, and I know I got one in July. I'm just now getting back into actually being on stage, which I'm not nervous about, but I'm also not like super happy about it. I don't know. We'll figure <laughs> it out. I wrote some new shit. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see what the people laugh at. But I'm excited. Um, I have a show July eighth. Don't know the details. I do know it's July eighth though, and I have my keep your distance tomorrow. Make sure you get your tickets at twenty dollars so you can get the YouTube link to watch it. Twenty dollars. All right, twenty dollars. All right, bye. Bye.